Well, hello everyone. I hope you've had a great start uh, to the week and that you um, enjoyed yesterday's uh, reading as we start to go through uh, Romans chapters 9 through to 13, I think. It might even be 16. Um, yes, 9 through to 16. With uh, This week with uh, Reverend Dr. Sham P. Thomas, who is uh, giving the commentary on it. Um, so our reading today is from chapter 9, uh, verses 19 to 33. So that's Romans 9, 19 to 33. But I'm going to read verse 18 first, because I think it sort of will flow a little better, um, because it just starts in the middle of a, a, sen a sentence going, well then, so um, I'm going to go back to 18 so you can just see how that flows. So you see, God chooses to show mercy to some and he chooses to harden the hearts of others so they refuse to listen. Well then, you might say, why does God blame people for not responding? Haven't they simply done what he makes them do? No, don't say that. Who are you, a mere human being, to argue with God? Should the thing that was created say to the one who created it, why have you made me like this? When a potter makes jars out of clay, doesn't he have a right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar for decoration and another to throw garbage into? In the same way, even though God has the right to show his anger and his power, he is very patient with those on whom his anger falls, who are destined for destruction. He does this to make the riches of his glory shine even brighter on those to whom he shows mercy, who were prepared in advance for glory. And we are among those whom he selected, both from the Jews and from the Gentiles. Concerning the Gentiles, God says in the prophecy of Hosea, those who are not my people I will now call my people and I will love those whom I did not love before. And then at the place where they were told, you are not my people, there they will be called children of the living God. And concerning Israel, Isaiah the prophet cried out, though the people of Israel are as numerous as the sand of the seashore, only a remnant will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth quickly and with finality. And Isaiah said the same thing in another place. If the Lord of heaven's armies had not spared a few of our children, we would have been wiped out like Sodom, destroyed like Gomorrah. What does all this mean? Even though the Gentiles were not trying to follow God's standards, they were made right with God. And it was by faith that this took place. But the people of Israel, who tried so hard to get right with God by keeping the law, never succeeded. Why not? Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law instead of by trusting in him. They stumbled over the great rock in their path. God warned them of this in the scriptures when he said, I am placing a stone in Jerusalem, 
that makes people stumble, a rock that makes them fall. But anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So Reverend Dr. Sham says uh, this. When Global Positioning Systems, GPS, or sat-navs to us, were introduced and used in travel on the road, it was another technological wonder to marvel at. When a familiar or popular route becomes obsolete or blocked, the GPS reroutes the journey and ensures that the user is guided to the originally destined place. If a technological aid like GPS can help us complete the planned journey and help us tide over any unexpected hurdles on the way, how much more God can accomplish who is beyond any GPS? Just because a particular route God had chosen to achieve his goal has become redundant, the project is not abandoned in toto. God will accomplish the task with a new route and plan. Paul explains that the failure of Israel to fulfil God's plan of blessing led God to choose another group as the new people of God. It is neither God's revenge on Israel nor an admission of God's failure in choosing a worthy agent in the first place. Rather, God cannot retreat on the proposed plan. The constitution of the new people of God is also a warning that God cannot be bound by anyone as if they are indispensable. This holds true for the church today. The church is called to be God's agents and channel of divine blessings. However, the church cannot monopolise God or have the exclusive claim on God. While rejoicing at the grace of being chosen to be the children of God, we need to remind ourselves that God is not dependent on us. God can make even the stones shout out. You can read about that in Luke 19, verse 40. And God does not place all his eggs in one basket. Let us pray. Sovereign God, give us the humility to acknowledge your sovereignty and may we be privileged to be part of the new people of God. Amen. And as new people of God, which means that God's kingdom isn't just for the Jews anymore, it's for the Gentiles, that is, people who are non-Jewish. That's us. We are the new people of God uh, and we are called to be part of his kingdom and spreading the good news about Jesus. In our prayer calendar today, we pray for our country and the world so much going on lord we just pray for all areas of our country 
and the world where there is discord and disharmony. Lord, we pray that human beings will value the life in one another. We pray that cruelty and violence will lessen rather than increase in our world. Lord, we pray for this pandemic and we ask that that gets less and less throughout the world and that more and more there are those who are looking to find this a vaccine that will work. We pray, Lord, that vac a vaccine will be found that is strong and that can eradicate uh, the deathly uh, power of this virus. So, Lord, we pray for our pandemic, for this pandemic. We pray for peace in this world. And we pray that we might be your light bearers wherever we go in our communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for those who live and work in Villa Street, Wakefield Road, Walker Lane, Wallace Street, Washer Lane, Water Street and Watson Bridge. May God's spirit be felt in those places. Amen. And we say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so as we continue our day, may the Lord uh, be with you. And something to think about based on our reading today Um how do we understand the statement that God can choose to be kind to some and hard on someone else? How does that come to and how do how do you understand that uh, or what do you understand that to mean? Can God truly choose to be kind to some and hard to others? I think the answer um, for us is our own, in our own experience of God and in his words. So um, start trying to, to look for that. How do we understand the statement that God can choose to be kind to some and hard on someone else? So until tomorrow, everyone, have a lovely day and God bless. Bye for now. <laughs>